This is People Like Us, a show about Alt-NBA alumni. Here's Alex Waters from Alt-NBA 15. Take us back to the beginning. Like, who were you and what was going on in your life when you decided to apply to Alt-NBA? Yeah. um, So for me, I guess it starts back a little bit before then. So right around sort of 2013, I realized I needed a big change. Uh, Skip ahead, 2014, I moved out to San Diego. uh, And then that kind of kicked open a lot of just exploring and finding new things and trying to figure out what was the best sort of pathway forward since I had sort of changed lanes and was looking for uh, new opportunities. Um, so I did some stuff with the business, but then, you know, I stumbled across, um, the book, the dip, uh, and it completely transformed the way that I viewed what I was doing, why I was doing it, you know, uh, started quitting a bunch of stuff that, uh, I didn't feel like I needed to do. And in that, I kind of came across, uh, the alt MBA. I'd looked at it for a little bit of time and in traditional fashion of a lot of other things that I had done before then. I wasn't so sure that I was, you know, ready for it. And so I thought about it and I was like, eh, I'm probably not going to get in anyway. So why would I do that? And the money, it eh, seems like a lot. Like, why would I? <laughs> um, and so uh, eventually I said, okay, well, I'll just try it. I'll see, I'll see if they think that it will work well and if I could be a part of uh, the cluster. Sounds like something I need. I'm kind of, kind of trying to figure it all out. Uh, so I applied and, and, and got in and uh, the rest is, as they say, is history. And, and as you're going through the program, like, did you notice a change? Like, uh, uh, did you find what you were, you were looking for? Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed sort of right out the gate. Um, just and people probably say it all the time, so it kind of sounds like a broken record, but you find individuals that are looking for similar things, are interacting in the world in similar ways, are questioning and, and challenging. Um, and I hadn't found anything like that since, uh, I don't know if ever, but if the closest would be probably since I was in uh, some of my classes in, in college, right? Where you have just a, a, a cluster of people who are all sort of pushing forward for the same kinds of things and thinking in the same kind of way. Um, so that was, yeah, I guess, I guess that was, that was kind of the change that I saw. And then just kind of eating your own dog food, so to speak about certain things. Um, one example specifically, uh, was, uh, I have what I affectionately refer to as a step cat, uh, cause it's my wife's cat. Uh, although we're married, so technically it's my cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but I had never asked her why it was important to have a cat. And you think about a lot of different kinds of things. We've been together for a very long time. Like never dawned on me to ask, like, what is the history of the desire to want uh, to have one? And it totally reframed the way that I view her desire to have cats. Right. And it seems very simple, but it totally transformed the way in which I interact with her surrounding that. So. And and what was her desire? I mean, it stems from, you know, sort of her uh, being a child and, you know, a connection with not only just the animals, but she says you can't remember a time when she wasn't around them. 
her mother is very fond of them. That's a way with which they connect. Uh, and so there's a lot of things that are wrapped up into it that are beyond just uh, the physical manifestation of the cat that we specifically own. Um, you know, and you know, and just hearing stories and there's, you know, stuff that comes up where she says, you know, her first words were, you know, her cat's name when she was a kid. And it's like, there's all these unpackaged things that I can't believe I never thought to ask. Um, but in going through and, you know, applying some of the same empathy that, you know, I, I would hope that people would apply to me. And, you know, you start to think about the world as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we don't necessarily think about for those folks that are the closest to us. Right. Would you consider yourself a cat person now or? <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of the whole, we, uh, you know, uh, we're all irrational. And so I still think that's an irrational decision, but I understand it a lot better now. Uh, and I've approached it from a, from a standpoint of empathy. Yeah. Uh, versus just, you know, not understanding and not trying to understand. Yeah. Is there anything in your life now that you would say uh, that you're, you're pretending not to see? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think a, a big piece is... So I've always been pretty good professionally and personally in terms of connecting with people, sort of, uh, you know, making sort of solid relationships across the board. Uh, and I think from a professional standpoint, it was always something that I kind of pushed to the side um, and said, yeah, I can do that, but that's not where the real value lies. Uh, and even as I started to understand it and know it more, there was still a hesitation to sort of fully embrace it. Uh, and I think that being able to connect people, being able to really understand the context with which two people might best be able to interact in an ecosystem or in an environment uh, is something that I think I pretended not to know for a very long period of time. Um, and so now in fully embracing that, that's definitely something that the old MBA uh, helped out a lot with in the work and talking about, you know, the, the real work is the emotional labor. Uh, and so having a knack for doing those kinds of things and building relationships and convening people together uh, has a real value uh, that I grossly, uh, underestimated and tried to sort of sweep aside for quite a bit of time. So I think that's the, that's the biggest thing that sort of jumps out uh, at me. And the other part is that you're just ready. Like you're ready for you know, new challenges. Uh, we kind of have defeating self-talk a lot about what's the appropriate time to do something. Like how much information do I need? Oh, well, I'm not an expert in that. So I can't help somebody with that thing. And like, uh, which to be perfectly honest, for most people is BS. Like we have so much unique and interesting and you know innovative ways which we go about handling life on a daily basis. Uh, it's hard to say that you're not ready to do something unless it you know, requires some sort of technical skill. Like I am not prepared to do a brain surgery. Right? Nor would anybody should want for me to conducting brain surgery, right? you know, talking to somebody about something that I know about or trying something new that's a stretch goal. Yeah, I'm prepared for that. Even if it doesn't wind up being successful, I'm prepared to be able to go and to do that uh, and to learn and to, you know, uh, get better at it. What are you, I guess, what are you up to now or what's next for you? It's really actually it's funny because it's coming sort of around full circle of trying to figure out what is the next step? Like what is the next thing and, and how best do I want to provide uh, value? Uh, 
uh, in the community, specifically sort of entrepreneurs in San Diego. Uh, so whether that's doing some additional consulting work, I've done some innovation coaching, uh, trying to build on what we've been working on here for the last couple of years. Um, that's really what the, the focus is. So in short, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of different things that are in a few different spaces. Uh, yeah. Um, one of the, one of the goals of the podcast is again to, to connect alumni. Um, so come up with a few fill in the blanks for reach out if blank, you know, you fill in the blank. So if someone were listening to this, they could, they could say, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I do need help with that. So I'll, 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 you know, ping Alex. Yeah. Uh, so reach out if, uh, you want to talk about anything with respect to ideas and entrepreneurship, uh, mainly folks who are looking to sort of start businesses or start ventures. Uh, that's really kind of the focal point and sweet spot that I work with people. Um, you know, reach out if you in San Diego and you want to grab a cup of coffee, reach out if, uh, you know, you want a bourbon recommendation. <laughs> I'm, I'm a gigantic sort of fan of, uh, of bourbon across the board. Uh, so those, those would be the three things that I would say, sort of, sort of reach out, uh, if you, if you need any help with or want to chat about. And what's the best way for people to get into contact with you? Uh, call me. I'm in the Slack channel. So my number is, uh, 202-595-4216. Always happy to, to chat with folks, uh, across the board, uh, for anything, uh, that they might need any help or assistance with. Thanks, Alex. Awesome. Take care, Kevin. See you. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Alex.